You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. Let's do it later. Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Nope. Because I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th, hosted by Kevin Hart. The seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Well, one week down in the NHL and many to go. I didn't actually count. Um, <laughs> too, many. <laughs> too many to count, especially for the Coyotes. Although we're still in a good mood from the win the other night against the Toronto Maple Leafs. But alas, it's the first around the NHL episode of the 2022-2023 season on the PHNX Coyotes podcast. Brought to you by the one and only DraftKings Sportsbook app, America's top-rated sportsbook app. Don't forget to hit that like button, subscribe wherever you get your podcasts, and leave us a five-star review. I'm Leah Merrill here with Steve Peters and Craig Morgan, who has made it back after a day full of trials and tribulations. Craig, I'm going to hand it right over to you to the to start us off with your nightmare travels from uh, from Tuesday. Just uh, business as usual for me when it comes to travel. I don't know what it is. I, I, I must have pissed somebody off because I never have a normal travel day. Got to the airport early anyway in Boston. What time My, was your flight originally? It was, well, yeah, it was, it was early afternoon. Okay. I had a, an early afternoon flight out of Boston um, and I had to connect through New York to get to Phoenix, but it was, it was quick. It was like a quick turnaround in New York. No problem. It wasn't going to be a long travel day. My buddy has a, a place up in Maine that he wanted to go up to. So I was like, just drop me off early. I have work I can do in the airport. So I get to the airport, start, start working, you know, get a little food, get a sandwich, not seafood because you don't want to be eating seafood before you get on a plane or bring it on the plane. We'll get to that in a minute, Petey. And then a little ways into my work day, I get a text message. Oh, your flight's been delayed 157 minutes. I like how they said that instead of, you know, two and a half hours, right. which is what that Precise really means. minutes. Like, it's like when you ask someone how old their kid is, and they're like, oh, my kid is 27 months. It's like, your kid is two. Right. Like, Tell me and, it's two and a half hours. And as if, oh, okay, so you're telling me that these, this plane will absolutely take off 157 minutes after. Yeah, that's you pretty know, specific, it isn't it? It was ridiculous. <laughs> which but gives you a sense know. of hope, though. A little sense of hope because they're so specific. They must have a plan. No, it gave me no hope, Petey, because <laughs> oh. it meant that I couldn't make my connecting flight in New York. So I got on the phone right away with JetBlue saying, hey, I can't make my connecting flight now because this is delayed. Can you help me get to Phoenix today? 
And so they're looking through flights. Let me let me put you on hold. So you're on hold. You get the elevator music or music or whatever the hell it is. It's something awful. Like, <laughs> I have no idea who chooses the music while you're on hold, but it, it's not good. It, they, they need to revamp that entire side. The of elevator to America. hell. Yeah, it's terrible. Like there's <laughs> never good music playing when you're sitting there on hold. Finally, the woman comes back and says, we have a nonstop for you later today, but it costs 157 more dollars. Like, come again. You you didn't fulfill your obligation to be. I was supposed to go home today. Why do I have to pay more for a flight that was at that time scheduled to arrive an hour later than the flight an that hour, I had? Hour later. An hour later. Yeah. Like, well, it's a different class. I'm like, I don't care if it's a different <laughs> class. You're not fulfilling your contract with me. You're not getting me home. Why would I have to pay more? You should be bending over backwards. Let me let you talk to a supervisor. And I get the supervisor who I think was probably like educated in some like sleep deprivation chamber that they do for training their employees <laughs> so that they buy into what they're telling them and what they have to tell their customers. Cause he's like, you don't understand, sir. I'm like, like come you don't again. understand, you can't sir. believe the language. He said, he's like, it's not, that's not it at all, sir. <laughs> that's precisely it. You, I get what your corporate line is and what your company policy is, but what you're failing to see here is you're not serving your customer. You're making this a worse situation for me. You're telling me I have to pay more to get home later because you have failed in your obligation to me. But there was, there was no getting around that. He was like, if you want to keep the same class of flight, we can get you home tomorrow. I'm like, okay, will you pay for my hotel room tonight? That's not our company policy. <laughs> okay. <laughs> okay. So we go round and round. And finally, I agree to pay the extra money so I can get home. He puts me back on with the original woman. She's like, all we have is a middle seat for you. <laughs> for five and a half hours. For more for money. Five. And a later pay arrival. More. Middle seat. Middle seat. From the East Coast. From the East Coast. That sucks. So that's what I'm looking at. Yeah. So Owen is Owen is off. Can I yelling. say? Can I say? Yeah, they can't hear Owen, but Owen's giving his travel history too. <laughs> but I will tell you this, Craig, and I don't know what it is. I traveled a week ago from the East Coast, right? I'm on a plane out of Hartford, Connecticut, late, running late, hour late, at an hour connection in Charlotte, and I go, oh no, gonna miss my plane in Charlotte. No telling when I'll get home. So as we wheels down on the tarmac, I check what gate I'm at, landing, gate A4. Go to my new flight, what gate? A4. Oh, it was the same money. plane. So that plane had an alert saying it was delayed. And they go, yeah, because I'm on it. So I literally was like, you okay. take all the time you need. I'm good now. I'm going to make it home. <laughs> right. So we rolled in late. I got off the plane. Damn, I wanted, I'm traveling with Petey next yeah, time. Got yeah, off the plane, went to the bathroom, me. got right back on the exact same plane. 20 rolls closer to the front. Yeah, buddy. Amazing. Travel with me, not Craig. So when I finally get on this plane, which was also delayed, by the way, it was delayed an hour before we, we took off. So I'm in hour nine at the airport at that point, right? We get on the plane. I get in my middle seat. And I am next to a woman who also was delayed from a previous flight. So she decided it was a good idea to, to hang out at the airport bar and just get lit. <laughs> She was drunk. She had her hands on me, like calling me. Was it my wife? Talking, slurring. I couldn't even understand what she was saying. So, like, uh, uh, listen, I am not social when I travel. I put my my earpods in. Nobody talks to me. And I block everyone out. Like, and I make it very clear: I can't hear you. Um, We will not be talking. But 
I mean, it's the initial greeting, right? And she's pawing my leg and telling no. me stories, and I can't even understand what she's no. saying. So I get the earpods in. I'm watching movies. I'm like, I'm, I'm done with this. I'm like, yeah, there's no way I'm, I'm going to talk to this woman. We get a little way into the flight, and it's either her or the woman on the other side of me. <laughs> it gets gas. <laughs> gas. And somebody brought fish on the flight, too. By the way, and I know you have strong opinions about that. Somebody brought in. It's Boston. So you get yeah. that they can find good seafood. But don't, don't bring, bring it on the, on the plane. Don't bring it on the plane. I mean, the Eat smell. Before you get on the plane. The smell is brutal. And then the woman next to me with gas throughout the flight. Just throughout the flight. <laughs> you're, like, you're like, can I pull down my overhead mask? And it's not that, you know, it's not that eh, I could probably gut through this, you know. Just I've been gas. In, I've been in dressing. Oh, it was brutal. It was just toxic for five hours in a middle seat <laughs> toxic for like five hours in the middle seat no escape and when i told you as i tweeted right before we take off oh the front lavatory is inoperable there are two in the back and i'm looking back at this just endless rows at least 150 passengers two lavatories for us and clearly this lady was not interested in using it because <laughs> she was just gonna let wow. everything oh. she had inside of her out right at the seat there it was all it was all good no problem no problem releasing <laughs> consistently throughout the flight i'm glad you made it home but i do enjoy your travel woes we finally land from afar. we finally land taxiing to the gate hey did you did your bag make it we'll get to that in a moment oh boy okay taxiing to the gate and we pull up short of the gate what <laughs> pilot gets on the on the pa and says well there's a plane still at the gate it's going to pull out in a couple minutes so we're waiting okay a couple minutes no big deal right five ten 15, 20. No. And then you got these <gasps> old Southies on the plate, right? These South Boston guys who are like starting to gripe. You told us a few minutes. They're like screaming out loud. And I'm loving it because everybody's they're frustrated. They're saying how you feel. But you're looking out the window and there are like seven open gates. <laughs> but we have to pull into this one. For some reason, we have to have this gate. So we got to wait for the plane. 35 minute delay <gasps> there on the tarmac. Sitting on the tarmac? Sitting after on the tarmac. Five and like a half within hour reach flight. of, you know, deliverance. You're like ready to go down the slide oh, <laughs> furious then the last part of it is i get to the baggage carousel and i'm i'm not hopeful i'm so not hopeful that my bag is making it the bags keep coming out and the people keep leaving and i'm texting with tara my wife who's waiting outside with the kids who decided oh we're gonna go pick up dad from the airport oh, they have school the next God. day and they're waiting for like an hour and a half the bag doesn't come <gasps> doesn't show up on the carousel so i text tara i gotta go to the jet blue counter and see where my bag is. I'm, I'm expecting, you know, fill out a form, do all that stuff. And the guy looks at me, he goes, what's your name? I said, Morgan. He goes, I think I've seen your bag. So it was the only good part of my day. This guy had seen my bag. He goes in the back. This one rolls it out. It's my bag. So why did, why ending. did it get taken away? Did it come in on the original flight? It came, it came in, on, in a on a different flight. flight. So my <laughs> bag got it. better treatment than me. My bag arrived earlier in Phoenix than I did. Had to Explain that one. Did it have to upgrade too? Holy shit. Wonder. I don't know. Like, how did they get it here? I don't know. Anyway, Craig, that's my I don't know story. how you do it. That is the only thing worse could have been if you had to emergency land in another state due to loss <laughs> of cabin pressure on the way to a giant marquee yeah. event of the NHL season. But that's that's for, you know, we have a whole other podcast about that. Um, well, I'm glad you made it back. You made it back. We had a, a photo shoot this morning. So 16 Craig, hour travel day, by the way. Craig made it for that. We're going to Prague, Petey. Awful. Unreal. Yeah, better you than me, though. Unreal. Wow. That was a great story. Um, hopefully, when you got home, you cracked open a, a four-peaks beer to take the edge off. 
Why? No, just... it's good. Oh. Yeah, I just thought that's what I did yesterday. Yeah. But I was sitting on my couch. I wasn't yeah. having a problem. Did you walk into your house at midnight? No. Okay. Yeah. I was long. I was sleeping by midnight, Craig. Wow, that's a bummer. With my four peaks. For Craig. Um, <laughs> sleeping, you're cuddling <laughs> with your four peaks. Well, Craig, I'm glad that you had that to look forward to. When you got home, um, if you haven't tried four peaks yet, you can grab it wherever you buy your beer or try it at the A Street Pub. Um, you must be 21 or older to drink and enjoy responsibly. And we have a lot of cool events in the works with our friends at Four Peaks. So stay tuned for more information. All right. Well, let's talk about the NHL season so far. Is that what we do here? Yeah, okay. I guess this is just the... Yeah, I wasn't sure. I thought the show might this, be over. This might be... Ta- it's Tales from the Road. Um, All right. Part three. Craig's nightmare. Travel stories. Um, anyway, week one of the NHL officially in the books. Um, we got some high highs and some low lows. So my first mm-hmm. question to both of you, just it's only been a week, so nobody, you know, jumped to conclusions yet. But any surprises from week one, either things that, you know, teams that maybe you didn't think would win and are winning or teams that are losing and you didn't foresee that. What are your biggest takeaways from week one? I'll go with uh, my biggest surprise and my biggest disappointment okay. so far. I can't believe the Dallas Stars are playing this well. And I don't expect it to last. I don't think they're that good. I really don't think they're that good. But I keep waiting for them to show their age. And then Dallas makes the playoffs again. I I, I know. I Listen, a lot of people like Jake Ottinger. And he had a hell of a playoff. Petey, you've said it yourself on this show. I'm not sure that he can sustain that over a regular season. But the Dallas Stars, I, they're not giving up any goals. They've given up three goals. Three goals. That's unbelievable. Three goals in three games. That'll work. You'll win a lot That's of games. That's what happened that in that playoff series against Calgary, too. It was that same thing. Yeah. And speaking of goaltending, let's go to the other end of the spectrum, the yeah. Minnesota Wild. Sorry, Petey. Sorry, Dave. No, you're uh, right. It's my home state, but this one, you, you nailed that team's goaltending woes. And you, you wondered, even watching Marc-Andre Fleury get the start last year in the playoffs, he wasn't good in the playoffs last year. And you, they put all their eggs in his basket this year. After letting Cam Talbot go, uh-oh. Uh-oh. And I I, I, I want to bring this up because I, I put it in the show notes while we're, we're talking about goaltending. And it's it's really early, right? It's not a big enough sample to, to draw any meaningful conclusions. But literally half the goaltenders in the NHL have a save percentage below 900, which wow. is just crazy. It's going back to like when you and I played goal, PD, when like 880 was <laughs> yeah. acceptable. Yeah. Yeah. If you get it close to nine, you're like phenomenal. Look at you, buddy. I know, buddy. I know. But it, 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 <laughs> it, I think that this, this is a big issue. And it, we've talked about goaltending all the time. And, and you need to have solid goaltending to win, usually. Like we we saw the Chicago Blackhawks win with average goaltending. I think Colorado won the Stanley Cup with average to just slightly yeah. above average, not on Fuego goaltending, but good. This goaltending has been subpar in a lot of teams right now. And until goaltending picks up, you're going to see teams at the bottom of the standings and, and Minnesota. That's one of them. Can you, uh, we were talking about this before yeah, the show. And, and, you have and a little I know, insight on this. I know there's, there's goalie coaches all over the country. Listen, here is what I think. And this would be, this should be a PD's puck talk. One of the concerns I have is these goalies are taught at such a young age. And I mean, eight, nine, 10 to get down on their knees in the reverse VH, wherever the puck is at a certain point, they're so overcoached. They don't, realize situational play they don't learn how to play different situations they just learn if the puck is here go down and those goalies now are playing in the national hockey league and you watch a game when a puck comes down the wall and hits the hash marks how many goalies drop to their knee no matter who has the puck what the situation is if it's a two-on-one could even be their own defenseman and they go down on their knee that's a concern 
they they don't react they don't learn quickness they're not they're robots and when you teach robots this is what you're getting i am concerned and you've seen the decline of the north american goalie over the last decade and i'm starting to wonder if this plays a part of it we've talked about it like who who are the elite goalies in the nhl right now they're all coming from russia russia yeah and, and what's going somebody needs to get over there and do that story but not not exactly now probably not a good time maybe to get craig to travel there to yeah that story would go i remember talking smooth. to kevin woodley about this within gold magazine he's like you could go over to russia if you if you really put the time into scouting you could discover like 10 to 12 guys that nobody's even heard of that can play in the yeah. nhl that's how good the goaltending has yeah. gotten over there yeah it, it's interesting i'd love to know what's happening there in terms of philosophy and how they're teaching it's working yep. i agree I, I agree and it was finland for a while and sweden for a while and used to be canada yeah. was a goalie factory and i, I just don't think that holds true anymore mm-hmm. anyway these teams are going to have to get better goaltending to start winning i i tell you what there's some fun teams to watch right now and you talked about the highs and lows those are in the standings there are teams that are fun to watch and i'm going to give you two of them and the reason I'm giving you them is they're teams that are similar to what the Coyotes are trying to do now. They're just ahead of the curve. And that's the Buffalo Sabres and the Ottawa Senators. They're young players. Darlene got goal in each game. Yeah. You look at Ottawa, it's it's Kachuk, Stutzla, Batherson. It's all those young guys that are now in the league for three years and they're starting to be and develop into real NHL players. This is what you hope for for the Arizona Coyotes watching these two franchises get their young players playing well and exciting to watch. I still don't think they're playoff teams. I don't think either one is a playoff team this year, but I tell you what, if you have to pay for a ticket, those two teams are going to be fun to watch. So Coyote fans need to hold out hope that they can follow in the same footsteps as what they're doing in Buffalo and Ottawa. And Detroit. Detroit is, I, I, I Detroit. Yes. They're two Oh and one. Two Oh and one. Yes. They just don't play the same style yes, as the other two teams. Formula, they're not yeah. quite as fun to watch. And I guess but I, I want think, the, but I think but they're, in, young they're in that same yep. phase. Well, absolutely of, for sure. But the like, young players, like just one step past the rebuild, and that's where hundred percent. I think Coyote fans are looking forward to that next step past yeah. this completely this agree. pain. Although the Coyotes are not in last it. right now. Um, other teams up at the top. Uh, there's four undefeated teams as of the time we're talking um you mentioned dallas carolina philadelphia Tortorella, and the calgary flames all three and oh so far to start the season uh philly is one of those teams we before the season we're talking about being in the mix for last but i mean again it's three games in we're not getting hysterical but yeah, they'll win more games than people think just because of torts. Yeah, I agree. I think the torts factor and they've starting to get an identity and maybe Tony D'Angelo, D'Angelo has, has grown up a little bit and is going to maintain his on and off ice persona and be able to play because he's got a Philly mentality. He's from Philly. That may yes. help. And the other piece that we talked about is Carter Hart. His goaltending right now, his goals against average is two. Can he sustain it? Last year, he was awful. He had 13 wins a season ago. Carter Hart has been much better. I think that's been a huge difference. And I, the other thing I want to say about Philly's team is their back end with, with Provorov and Sanheim. Boy, are they dynamic and fun to watch. They lead the offense from their back end. Um, it's a better team than people think. I'm not sure they're going to crack the 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 playoff mark. I know they have a great start, but it's a long season. Um, flipping the standings around, yeah. San Jose and Minnesota. We already talked about Minnesota. San Jose. I don't think it's such a surprise, but they lost their first five games. Yeah, and they had to go to Europe too. They did takes it out of you. and come back and not and like Nashville at least went back to 
I know Nashville's not the East Coast, but they didn't, you know, San Jose had to go all the way back to the West Coast. Mm-hmm. Um, my friend is a huge San Jose Sharks fan, and every time, every day he texts me, loss number four for Bedard, loss number five for Bedard. And I say, you just, you wait. Just you wait. The Coyotes, I know they won against the Leafs, but just you wait. Um, mm-hmm. Vancouver, <laughs> surprising start. I think for a lot of people who projected Vancouver either in a playoff spot or in that wild card, again, it's not over. We saw what even how things turned around last season, but they currently only have one point to start the season. They're oh three and one. They've you know they've had a closed door meetings. They've blown multiple goal leads. Yeah, first team in NHL history to give up four straight multi goal leads and lose to start the season. And one of the things this team did to start the season, similar to Arizona, is they started on the road. And they're on the road for five games before they finally get home uh, against Buffalo this Saturday. That's not helping them at all. Yeah, but you see how close they are, right? Listen, you're you're, you're losing these tight games. Um, I don't know, Petey. You think coaching might have something to do with this? I've said this before on the show a year ago, and I know Bruce Boudreaux is a listener of our program, so (laughs) as he's driving into the arena today, um, for Bruce, practice to be clear, it's Steve. it's Steve talking right now, okay? <laughs> yeah. Um, Bruce is a guy that players find as a good friend. He has a light, casual atmosphere in the locker room. He's. I'm not convinced, and his playoff record will show that, that I'm not sure he's a huge X's and O's guy. And I think in this league, you have to have an element of that to your coaching repertoire. I think you need to be... You can be their buddy and you can make a nice, casual, fun atmosphere to be around, but you better be able to go, okay, we need to switch from a 1-2-2 to a 1-3-1 today because they're getting through the neutral zone. Hey, we're going to have to drop a guy down in defensive zone coverage because they're getting too tight to the net. You need that in your bag as well. I'm not sure that's Bruce Boudreaux. And and I tell you what, once this team loses four, five, six, they're going to start to go, they're going to start looking at their coach going, help us, help us, help us. And and I'm not sure that answer is going to be there. Yeah. Uh, some other teams below 500 that maybe we didn't expect to see already. Edmonton is one and two. Um, Tampa Bay, Tampa one Bay and three be, yeah. to start the season. Um, you know, Anaheim at the bottom, Arizona, maybe New Jersey, Chicago. N- not as surprising to be there. So we don't need to get into that. But any other surprises at the bottom? Petey talked about Tampa, too. Like when you when you've won a couple cups and you get that close to making history with a three peat. You come back the next season, it's really hard to turn it on in October. It's just hard. Do you know they've played more playoff games than any team in the history of the NHL over three seasons? Mm. More playoff games in three consecutive years than any team wow. in NHL history. This team is tired. Yeah. And and it's hard when you've played meaningful games year after year after year uh, to come and go, okay, it's Tuesday night and you're playing Philly and go. It's hard to turn that switch on. Their good players haven't been good players yet. Kucherov still struggling to find his way offensively. Um, it's going to come, but it's just not there yet. Um, this team, you know, they're a good hockey team. They've got great goaltending. Um, it's going to come. They're going to pick it up. I, I'm not worried yet if this team, and you listened to Coach Cooper last night. He's not worried yet. It's a process. There's a long, long season. They go on a tear and win three or four in a yeah. row, and all of a sudden they're you know first or second. There. So yeah. I, I would. I wouldn't count Tampa Bay out quite no, yet. No, it's still early. Now, Toronto, count them out. <laughs> count them, maybe, move, maybe move the franchise. <laughs> to Quebec yeah. City. They have an arena. Yeah, I heard. Hamilton, I mean, I've heard about that. Yeah. Season's over. So uh, a lot of, what about Houston? Games in. Maybe yeah, here Houston? Houston's an option. Yeah. Not, actually, no. if you do the research. Yeah, but yeah. I hear that all the time. So maybe the Leafs should move to Houston. Yeah. 
Well, even though it's already only been a week of the season, there's already some injuries, which we'll get into in just a second. Um, injuries is one of the biggest challenges of managing a fantasy hockey league team is ma- like managing those injuries and deciding whether or not to drop players, etc. So if season long fantasy hockey is not for you, well, there's daily fantasy and underdog fantasy is the place to participate in that. Um, it's unbelievably easy. We did a, a six person three dollar daily fantasy draft the other night. PD one yeah, came that? in second. I came in fifth. I'm kind of upset um, about it, but it's super fun. You could also play the pick em game and all you have to do is pick higher or loader, lower on player point totals or different stat lines um, across all of the games, um, not just for NHL, but NBA starts or the sun season starts today. So if you want to you know, mix in some basketball, football, playoff, baseball, et cetera, underdog fantasy, it's a lot of fun. Check it out. Search in the app store or click on the link in the show notes. And if you sign up with the promo code PHNX underdog, we'll double your first deposit up to $100. That's underdog fantasy promo code phnx and get in on the action today all right let's talk some injuries and this one's not in the notes but i just want to get to it off the top uh gabriel landeskog out 12 weeks Oops. after getting knee surgery yep I, 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 don't, I don't know it doesn't matter that much he'll come back colorado will be there at the end but it's it's gonna obviously impact their standing and we already know what I uh, predicted in the conference final anyway. So, yeah. Wow. Caused a lot of uh, falling to the red hot Calgary Flames. Craig was not about that necessarily, but Craig and caused a lot of disturbance among yeah, the, the DNVR people. Like yeah. Because, because of the Patrick Because Wall I know that chain. Patrick was overrated. Yeah. But that's for. Yeah. I'm staying time. away from that yeah, one. But the Landeskog one I'll take because he'll be back. If you put on that timeline, he'll be back on the ice with his team early January. Um, this team will still be in first. When he gets back, this team is just better than everybody in the central. Yep. They're in first. Yep. So I, I know you don't want to lose big pieces like that. The most important thing is that he's back in shape, 100%. Games under his belt. Back to where he wants to be playing by the time playoffs start. Oh, that's Craig that's, is just that's causing bad. a mess over here. That's bad. Um, all right. Yeah, there you go. Uh, we don't know what it stands for still, but. <laughs> all right. Well, moving on. Uh, Jake Muzzin for the the Leafs that if we were just throwing it out there, you know, the Coyotes beat the Leafs the other day. Does anyone remember that? Oh, I um, remember. Yeah. Jake Muzzin is going to miss some time and Toronto is a month. It feels like the Coyotes are visiting a bunch of teams this week that have been rumored in the Jacob Chikrin yeah. trade rumors. And guess who's going to be in Canada this week? Jacob, Jacob Chikrin. Chikrin. You know, I think a lot of Canadian media are going to be very disappointed when they learn the, the Coyotes team policy that, you can't talk to an injured player until he's played a game, and Jacob Chicken will not be playing in Montreal, probably not in Ottawa either. Maybe, you know, he has been cleared to shoot, but you think a guy wants to get a couple practices before. So maybe Ottawa, I guess that's possible. More likely Columbus, which is another team that's been <laughs> rumored in the Jacob Chicken sweepstakes. But anytime the team is going to be in Canada, the storylines are just going to be whipped up. They're going to be real storylines. They're going to be fake storylines. They're going to be fabricated storylines when Jacob Chicken's in Canada. So it'll be fun to watch over the next few days. So let's fabricate one. Jake Muzzin okay. missing time with an injury. Could Jacob Chikrin be uh that uh, be a fit in Toronto on the blue line? You got some cap uh yeah you'd have to clear up cap to get him. Yeah. Would they like to throw number six on their yeah I think they'd love to add him. I just don't think they have the ability to do that. I don't know how you make enough room to make that happen. I guess I mean the Kaiders would have to take one of the contracts that they don't want. Um, yeah. But then, 
I mean, if you're going, if Bill Armstrong's going to do that, like, oh, okay, we got to take that. Well, then we get more. You better be sweetening the pot then if yeah. I have to take one of your bad. Yeah, never say never when it comes to Bill Armstrong. And, and he doesn't need a draft pick in 22, 23, 23. He can get a 25 draft pick, 2025. Like, um, never say never. It would have to be creative. Um, but this is a team that's in win now mode that has a defenseman down that has struggled off the start of the season. Yeah, they need something. I tell you what, Dubas and uh, Sheldon Keefe, their jobs are on the line this year. They have to win. So if there's anything they can do to improve their club quickly, they're going to look at it. And if they think Jacob Chickren is that piece that can help move the puck up the ice a little better than they're doing now, yeah, let's start the Toronto Maple Leaf Jacob Chickren rumor. Why as well? (laughs) Um, Sticking with Toronto, the Matt Murray situation is a huge bummer. Send Uh, Vamelka with them. I literally, people were talking about that on Monday. It was hilarious. People were saying Chicken Toronto Vimelka. needs Vimelka. Um, He's out, which is a bummer because the critique of Matt Murray coming in was his inability to stay healthy. Bingo. So why'd you rely on him? And then within the first week of the season, he's already out for a month. Um, so it, it, we'll see. I mean, the they put in Shelgren against the Coyotes, I think, because it was the Coyotes. Maybe Samsonov will ha- like be able to step up and prove himself. I think the Leafs mismanaged their goaltending situation this offseason badly, and it might bite them. It might bite them. They may be a first-round exit again because but of don't it. you know that's it's your really problem? hard to make that move. Yes. Didn't you know that was a problem back in April? You had Jack Campbell. You had Jack Campbell. He was pretty good. It's not like he was a world beater, but as we just talked about, look around the league. How many elite goalies are there anymore? Jack Campbell's good. What are you doing? Yeah. What are I, you doing? I know when you're in win mode now, the most important piece you need to have is a goaltender. Colorado, when they lost their goaltender, Grubauer, to Seattle that they weren't expecting, within days, they give a first-round draft pick and get Darcy Kemper because you know what? You're not winning the cup without a decent goaltender. So I, I'm I'm very concerned with, one, how they managed it over the summer. And now what? Now what? Shalgren's your guy? No. We'll see. No, he's not. Yeah. Um, going back to D-men, the need for a lot of Canadian teams. Yeah. yeah. Um, I mean, you look at the Jacob Chicken rumors, like Edmonton, supposedly in the mix. Toronto, supposedly in the mix. Ottawa, supposedly in the mix. Vancouver, supposedly in the mix. It's crazy, right? Can you all imagine these- if you went to, like, just the... Vancouver can actually just take all of the Coyotes. <laughs> OEL and Jacob Castaways. Yeah. Wow. But yeah. all those teams are are in it. And yeah, I mean, you you that's a position where you know you're going to have injuries over the course of a season. But you need defensive depth. That's why it's good, too, that Bill Armstrong is being patient because teams are going to get yes. desperate for defense. And once Jacob Chikrin is healthy and back and, you know, hopefully on a little bit of a hot streak to bump his trade value. Yeah. Now you can make the argument that they waited too long to trade Jacob Chicken, like when he was really hot. But at that point, like who's who's willing to trade a, a guy who just scored 18 goals and is that young and is on a great contract? Why why would you trade him? Right. Everybody's thinking, oh my God, he's a he's a foundational piece of this franchise. So I don't really buy that argument. I know there's some people who evaluated his game and said he's never going to do this again. And, you know, maybe those people evaluated correctly. We'll see. We'll see how time plays out. But I understand the thinking there. But I, I agree with you, Leah. There's been so many narratives lately. The asking price for Jacob Chikrin is ridiculous. That they, they have to come down for them to make this deal. And of course, you know, you know what's feeding that, right? The GMs are talking to the reporters in those cities and telling them that the, the agent is saying that, and they're just parroting it. 
Well, what drives the price of a player? Urgency. Urgency and deadlines. And as we get injuries, as we get, you know, maybe maybe all the way to the deadline and teams are thinking we need that piece, that's when you might be able to strike a deal. So and and that's been Bill Armstrong's track record. I I know people keep thinking, oh, he's gonna lower his price. I don't think so. I really don't think so. But again, the, the biggest issue for me has been all along play. Gotta play. Yeah. And 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 I I if I'm a GM on the outside looking in, I, I gotta see him play. You know, his injury record, he hasn't played f- Missed the end of last season, and now, yeah, I gotta see him play, and I gotta see him skate, and then maybe. Yep. Um, but former Coyote for mm. a very, very brief time, uh, P.O. Joseph is available. Yeah, I love P.O. Joseph. He's like one of the best human beings you'll ever meet. Literally, one of the best human beings you'll ever meet. I never thought he was anything more than the third pair defenseman. And when I remember when the Coyotes made that trade, while while getting Phil Kessel wasn't necessarily the move that I thought they should have made to add scoring because they were still deficient up the middle of the ice. What they gave up in that deal, eh? Like people are like, "Oh, they gave, gave up P.O. Joseph. He's going to be a top four defenseman." No, he's not. No, he's not. He's just he no, he's a first round pick in 2017. That's played 23 games. Yeah, he's, he is who he is. He's yeah. players like P.O. Joseph. Sorry to say. Are a dime a dozen. You can find tons of guys to fill your third pair, and that's what he is, and that's I, what he's always going to be. As you often do with a draft, you draft what you think that player is going to become. And I don't think P.O. Joseph ever became the guy they thought he was going to become. That's all. Yeah, he's a nice player, and he'll be a good American League player. He's shown that. I don't know if he's ever really shown himself as a regular everyday NHL defenseman yet. Maybe he will be. And we always talk about you need twenty players on the ice. And he can be one of them. <laughs> I don't think he's going to be an elite, an, an elite defenseman in okay. this league or a first round pick in this league. He's a he's a last pair guy. He's a six seven guy, and and you know what? That's okay. Yep. Yep. Um, well, it took Craig forever to get back, and it feels like it's taking the Coyotes forever to get back. And this isn't even the long road trip, um, but they will be back, and they'll be back next friday for their home opener i can't believe it's just over a week away um and if you want to get tickets to the home opener check game time that's the place to buy tickets to any event sporting event show concert etc there's tickets available for uh, friday's asu game for just 36 dollars on game time find like a 57 dollar oh yeah the 57 dollar for november 1st against the stars on game time like people are like yeah, people like, complaining about the prices, like. But fifty-seven dollars—that's how much it costs to go to a like a Coyotes game in the Upper Bowl last yeah. season. So, literally, just check game time, and that I check game time like every other day, pretty much. And that one was new, so just keep checking, um, and especially the day of the event check because that's when it's the cheapest, which seems counterintuitive, but it's it's game time. That's what game time does, and that's what makes it so great. You can save up to sixty percent when you buy last minute, so it's good for people who are you know indecisive or maybe just waiting to see how everything goes. So check out game time, and if you're going to buy tickets to any event, the best way to support us is by buying your tickets through the link in our description. So scroll down to the show notes, click the link, and buy your tickets there. And if you want to get some merch, either for the game, for your house, for your you know room where you watch your games. Definitely check out FOCO when you do that. Um, they have great gear, um, licensed for men, women, and kids. They got the the, the Cardinals hoodies, much I told. With a Z. You were not here the other day, but I told Petey that he needs to wear his Snuggie 
to yep. you guys on both need to wear your snuggies on a show. Okay. Yeah. Like maybe midway. With our Zubas, with... Can we wear Zubas too? What's a Zuba? <sighs> Seriously? I don't know. Craig, do you ever have Zubas? I know what they are. Did you ever have a pair? I had Minnesota Vikings purple, yellow, and white Zubas. I did not have money. Well, but I do have a Snuggie. Yep. I know. If, you if, both if you, do. I tell you what, you both do. Foco, if 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 Foco was around back in that day, Foco would absolutely sell Zubas. Like they would be nailing the Zubas market. Okay. I'm sure. I'm sure. My sister bought us uh, a Cardinal Snuggie, and she, for my wife, bought her a, a Boston Red Sox Snuggie, which was almost accidentally fallen in the fire pit a couple times. I would throw it in. You should yeah. give it to Sean DePaz. He's a huge Red Sox fan. It's disappointing. Which is really upsetting, but it's that's really okay. Disappointing. Uh, anyway, check out foco.com. That's F-O-C-O.com. Um, all right. I'm gonna I'm gonna throw this one over to Craig. Uh, this one feels like it all kind of happened in the last week and now it's not done, but it's mm. kind of been quote unquote resolved, and that's the Ian Cole situation. I'm gonna just throw it to Craig. Yeah, with the accusations from someone. The, the NHL is conducted an investigation, but but what has the NHLPA up in arms is that they suspended him initially during the investigation. Then they found literally no proof that, that this ever happened, couldn't get a hold of the person to substantiate the claims. And so now now apparently all good. There's so many so many layers to this, right? If the NHL does not suspend Ian Cole right away, what happens around the league? What 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 is the what are the optics? You know what happens on social media. They get attacked. You should have suspended him the whole time. This is disgusting what he's done. And then after they find no no evidence, the PA gets involved because they have to protect their players and say, what's going on here? There, there's so many sides to this. What frustrates me about these situations, and I am not saying that Ian Cole didn't do anything wrong. I don't know. And that's the point that I want to drive home to people over and over again on social media. There are so many opinions of what should happen and what did happen. And very few of those opinions actually have a flipping clue what happened. Even the Hockey Canada situation, there's so much information that people don't have. Careful with your opinions. Just please be careful when you decide that you know exactly what should happen and you know exactly what happened in the incident. You don't. You absolutely don't. If you're an investigative reporter, you're still struggling to find the information. But if you're Joe fan out there just reading a handful of stories, you have no clue. You have about 20% of the information that might be available on any situation. So be really careful with the opinions. I really have nothing else to I add. I think that, that sums it up. Very well said. Yeah, very well said. Um, so we will move on from that for now unless anything else comes out about that. We will talk about it. Um, and now we will look ahead at Thursday's matchup, the Lottery Bowl 2.0, the Battle of the Basement, uh, whatever other name you want to call it. Coyotes versus the Montreal Canadiens. That was the battle to the end last season. Montreal just beat the Coyotes, got that first overall um, slot. But uh, Arizona has a 6-8-2-1 record at, yeah, as, not, as not so Craig bad. says. Centre Centre Belle. Belle. You like saying it, too. You speak French. Centre Belle with, the, with the hot dogs the that Chien are just Chien okay. Oh. You like saying that? Yeah, overrated hot dogs, but the, the bread is elite. Centre Belle. I said they were um, just okay. <sighs> yeah, I know. Shane Show are overrated. They are. Sorry. Yeah. It's, it's 50 true. cent meat in elite <laughs> bread. 
Except on yeah. day two of the draft, they run out of the bread, and then then the, it's not a and so it, yeah. So it was just a Without weird the bread. It's not Shane Show. Yeah, sorry. And it was like, and the bread was like the bread double the length. Yeah, it was. Anyway, carry the bread on. is everything. If if they had a Vienna beef inside that, whew, now we're talking, buddy. If the Blackhawks and the Canadians could get together, just saying, really creates yeah, a hot dog this, partnership. You should hey, when the TED gets approved and they build it, and you should have Craig's hot dog stand. In the TED, and you My can create your own. Here's hot the thing, dog. though, because it's called the TED, shouldn't TED's hot dogs be there? Yeah, I mean they already have one in Tempe. Look at you, it's with a Tempe your business. True. Just saying, Ooh. hey Javier Gutierrez, if you are listening, and I know you, you know you, you have slightly more important things like the listening. governor's meeting to worry about. But if you're talking about partnerships, TED's hot dogs in the TED, Tempe business, money, money. I'll go back to the game. Yeah. Okay. Because it's a basement bowl. <laughs> to got off the rails. For Unfortunately, last year they were truly in the basement. Montreal has two wins already. The Coyotes have a win. We're three games in. Well, they were in four. Montreal's got four in, but this quite, this isn't the, does not have the drama of a late season game with two teams fighting for the number one overall draft pick no. that we hope to have happen. Let's, I mean, hate to say it, guys, we got the win in Toronto. So this is one. I've said it before. If you want to be bad, you have to lose to the other teams that are going to be bad. If we think Montreal is going to be bad, this would be one of those games you go, eh, keep it close for a while, but maybe lose. That's all. I like the Thomas Grice impersonation, by yeah. the way. Yeah, it's yeah. a good day. I'm having a pretty good day today. <laughs> you're right, sir. If you know, you know. <laughs> yeah, I, you're right. There's there's not that much to say about this game this early on, right? It, it doesn't have the same feel. No. But the points still matter, so... They Just do. saying. Montreal's two and two to start the year. Maybe they'll be three and two after this and have a four-game cushion on the Coyotes. Would love that. So looking at the standings, guys, there are six teams below the Coyotes right now in the NHL standings. I'm going to read them off again. Tampa Bay, Columbus, wow. Anaheim, Vancouver, Minnesota, and San Jose. Of those six teams, which ones are still in the hunt with the Coyotes for Connor Bedard San Jose. at the end of the season? San Jose. San Jose for sure. Like they have, when you look at a team in disarray that doesn't have offense, defense, or goaltending, that's San Jose. San Jose is going to be there without a doubt. Minnesota is going to get better. Yep. They've got some injuries. Greenway comes back tonight. They've got good forwards. They can score. That team's better. Their goaltending walls will either they'll put them behind them or they'll outscore their goaltending problems. One or the other. Minnesota is going to move up. Tampa clearly is going to move up. Columbus is better than that. I think, I don't, think they're a playoff team yet but they're better than this they're gonna win games because they can score vancouver if they don't make a coaching change vancouver could be right there with the coyotes and wow. i'll also throw in i watched the anaheim ducks play wow zegris is on their second power play like he he if you want somebody from score from behind the net throw out trevor zegris you need a guy cover of ea sports throw out you need to play tough in the corner get the puck out and get the puck to the front of the net it's not Trevor Zegras. Nope. Like Kyrie's could use him all day long. Please don't diminish that. He's a phenomenal hockey player. But this right now, there's a little trend, and you'd see it with the Coyotes. There's some toughness in this league. And I don't know if he's got that ability. I don't like what the Anaheim Ducks are doing right now. I don't think with their young, great talent, Drysdale and and Zegras and Troy Terry, and I'm not sure. I said this at the start of the season. I'm not a big believer in Anaheim. I don't think they're nearly, I thought they were going to be better. I don't think they're nearly as good as people think. Watched them play, and I'm, eh. There you go. Okay. So that's, I think that's, you're looking at two Pacific teams, Anaheim, San Jose, and the Coyotes. 
and maybe Vancouver. So the the Pacific that we thought was going to be this Ooh. big dogfight for a playoff spot, they might have three Pacific teams battling for the basement. Ooh. Now Vancouver could turn it around because there's some good players there. I, I think like Vancouver's going to turn it around. Demko's a good player, and he could be elite when he is good. I think they have the pieces to turn it around. I keep going back unless they move the coach. This is where they're going to be. All right. Wow. Well, that's week one. We'll check in on the NHL pretty much weekly um, for the most part. And Craig, I'm excited because tomorrow is the first time you're going to watch the game with us here in studio in our more furniture recliners. It is the setup, especially on Thursdays. We can have Thursday night football on the Cardinals game. Keep it on loud in case I fall asleep. That can be on one TV. The Cardinals is Thursday night. Uh huh. See, I don't pay attention. I got to pay attention. Yep. Ooh. Thursday night football on one TV. Back. Coyotes on the other. Maybe some playoff baseball. Are we all going to be here third. too? All three of us. Will the Cardinals be here watching that? No, no, no. Because the Cardinals will actually be out there. at the Lola at the official PHNX yeah, Cardinals tailgate. tailgate. So, by the way, ten dollars for that. You get. Um, drink specials food specials there's a wing eating contest it's going to be a blast if you haven't if you weren't at the last one it was so much fun um so buy your tickets ten dollars for that the whole cardinals crew is going to be out there so do that if you haven't gotten your tickets already. Be- before before we leave the studio today we leah and i since we have been to the first two games from here in the studio is it three it's been three games three so we've been to three in the studio yeah. leah and i have already assumed our position yeah we have we, we have, our, have seats. our seats our so, unspoken unfortunately because you weren't here you didn't get a picture we just need to make sure you understand and sean kind of has his Mine two. second row well sean, sean is in second the row. second row Mine like back row no yeah. you can be in the front row okay but you just can't be in but you can't be in our seats. in our seats and, and can and i like dp is can i sit with you guys sean you can't right sit behind. with us can i sit with you no <laughs> You bring you bring snacks. Bring snacks. <laughs> but just we gotta make very clear that we have our seats already. Yep, exactly. And I'm old and I need to sit where I sit because I can see you're better. right in the right in the middle. And I can't sit in front of the one that has the video games on it because I we got we my got attention span. I start watching that. I know. It was a great game, by the great way. Great game the other day. Sean and Shane. They did a they so did distracted. a Stanley Cup final rematch. I got distracted. Yeah. And I couldn't help it. So anyway, and now with football, that'll even make it worse. Well, if you want to enjoy your Coyotes viewing experience in comfort, what? Yeah, wow. great game for you. He's yeah, it's Shane, a great game to watch. Shane is yelling in the background. Shane, Shane is just needed to come over and get his affirmation. Yeah, he, Shane is flexing. He got it. Um, well, if gone. you want to enhance your viewing experience, check out More Furniture's fall sale at morefurniture.com. That's M O R furniture.com. And plus, you'll receive a $100 gift card for every thousand dollars you spend at more so do that and while you're at it become a member go phnx.com if you're not already a member um, you can grab a shirt from the phnx locker when you sign up for an annual membership you get access to our members only discord i believe there is a sale in the locker right now um, all of the sun shirts are on sale for twenty dollars and 23 cents because there's a big run on that that phnx snapback hat too i don't know sources are telling me yeah some uh coyotes players may or may not be interested in our hat so check it out phnxlocker.com um and become a member today lots of great benefits to becoming a member like getting a first access to our events as well which is what happened for the asu mullet takeover and they were sold out within hours so non-members didn't even get a chance for that one so lots of great perks to becoming a member any final notes before we head out? Just want to apologize for dropping a, a coaster right next to you. <laughs> that's okay. That's bad. Well, at least you didn't spill your beer. Yeah, that, that's true. Maybe this chair is cursed. Yes, that's it. I'm, clearly, it's the chair. It's the chair. 
not it's not Moore's fault, but maybe the chair, the space is cursed. Yeah, That's we should it. probably put a plastic covering over that particular chair. That's where Lindsay sits too for is the it? for sons, yeah. Maybe the chair. I don't know who sits there for Cardinals. Oh, Frank. I think Frank sits the there. Chair. So last question I have, because we're talking about PHNX and we're talking about our post-game show tomorrow against the Montreal Canadiens, the basement battle. Where are we sitting? Are we here? Yeah. Okay, we're in the we're in the goat. Yep. Okay. Yep. So we'll be back live tomorrow after the Coyotes Canadians game. Subscribe to the PHNX Sports YouTube channel. Hit the notification bell so you don't miss a show. Follow PHNX Sports across all social platforms because there's tons of content, um, not just on Twitter, Instagram, TikTok, Facebook, all of it. Um, soon to be Pinterest, just throwing that out there mm. for all the Pinterest people. Um, so check it out. And then follow us on Twitter at PHNX underscore Coyotes as well. You can follow each of us at S. Peters Hockey, at Liam Merrill, at Craig S. Morgan. Enjoy the rest of your Wednesday, everyone. We'll see you on Thursday for the Lottery Bowl 2.0. Toilet Bowl. <laughs>